0: Is the sports desk. Good afternoon, welcome to the sports desk on your Friday afternoon. It is Good Friday, happy Easter everyone, hope everyone's excited for. A weekend away, maybe a bit of a break and some Easter eggs. Uh, but it doesn't mean the sport stops. There's plenty of sport to get through, including an AFL game that's underway right now. Carlton and North Melbourne, a super clash that we mentioned on Monday, a bet between myself and Jerry. I'm Sam Manhattan, joined, of course, by Jerry and uh, Adam Miller and Jason. No, he's this
1: is... done it again. Oh, oh, no. Tune back this Monday to find out what my surname actually is. <laughs> Let's go. So what? do we? we, I
0: forget it.
2: Because
1: we've uh, we're you're gonna. I think this is long-term storytelling, actually. Because we on Monday we did our WrestleMania (laughs) review, and now he's gotten the the wrestling bug. So now he's kind of. uh, Taking up the idea of armchair or guest booker. Well, and this is long term storytelling, and it's fine. Just
0: go with that. Uh, you can. <laughs> love it.
1: June, I think June 17th will be one year since I did my first sports desk with uh, Mr. Menhennett here, and I think that's when he'll finally oh. get the name right on the one year anniversary of us <laughs> okay. doing sports
0: desk together. Well, it remains a mystery for anyone that wants to find out his name. <laughs> yeah. um, hope you're enjoying your Friday afternoon, a public holiday if you're relaxing or driving away for the weekend. We'll keep you up to date with all the things. That's going on in the world. Uh, Now, big thing this weekend, of of course. course. Yes. Uh, well, Big thing this weekend, of course, the stall gift. Jerry, talk us about this. You're a running man yourself.
2: Give us a preview for the stall gift tomorrow or Sunday. Yes, yes. Or is it it Monday? Monday. 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 Okay. But it's all weekend, so you're kind of right, Sam. So from Saturday, April 8th to Monday, April 10th is the annual stall gift during the Easter long weekend at Central Park. So... Mainly it's a sprinters race, so the 120-meter backmarkers race is usually on a Monday, and the winners, both men's and women's, receive $40,000 in prize money. Uh, no tax included, I don't think. Um, second Ooh. place, $6,500, and third place, $3,000, so that's a big paycheck if you're a sprinter. Um, we've also got the mile and the two mile races. Um, also some prize money. I think in total it's hundred and fifty five thousand dollars in prize money. Wow! Yeah, wow. so it's crazy. And the races are confirmed. So with the women's handicap, the race is at one fifty p.m. for the final, and for the men's it's at two twenty p.m. So just before the um, Geelong and Hawks clash. So. Yep, Big Monday, please tune in. Big Monday, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, always love it. Uh, Channel 7 do a good job
0: doing that leading into the footy. So, so Jerry, we're expecting, always you to exciting. Bring,
3: we're expecting uh, Jerry yep. to bring home the big 40k. Uh, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> we going yeah. to yeah. No pressure, no pressure.
2: <laughs> Maybe do the 2 mile in a few years' time. So, hopefully.
3: Oh, exactly. Hey, when bring your sash home. When you're big and famous, just remember it all, all began at the humble little mm. sports desk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does raise an interesting
2: question though, it's by the way, Jerry. How has your uh, athletics career been working out since the last time we brought it up <laughs> on the show? <laughs> oh, slowly just trying to build up. Um cross country season starts in two weeks at Jells Park. Um so that's exciting. Mm. Um, and Lakeside 10Ks around the corner as well. So, Oh, that sounds uh, terrifying. Oh, Once yeah. I get the Formula 1 track. <laughs> the um, only corner
3: I know is the yeah. pub.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have experience nice. in running
1: those type of races before or will this be oh, a, a cross-country big... Cross-country stuff?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I had a solid cross-country last year um, with school making it to the States. It's just... Um, it was a bit interrupted last year with uh, Melbourne Uni stuff because I played footy as well. So this year will be a full... XCR, which hopefully gets us a good track season in the summer. So so bef- before we yeah. trail off the store gift, um, w-
0: is there like a running, do you know much about the the runnings, like players up and coming that might be a favourite for the race?
2: Oh, for races, um, the field lists aren't out yet, so it's hard okay. to tell. But yeah. we also had nationals this weekend, so you we might touch on that quickly. Yep. Mm. So we had Archie Nelson in the 20s men's, one of my good mates, uh, go back-to-back in the 3Ks, so... He beat a New Zealander comfortably um, in the final 200, running 808, I believe. So that was really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Cam Myers, I'm sure you guys have heard the name. He's broken a few age group world records. He's only 16 years old. Wow. He's broken Jakob Ingebrigtsen's 1500-meter record by over two seconds. So now um, he's run three thirty eight oh two in the 1500-meter champs in the opens to come second um, in Cusack yesterday. And just saying, Jakob is the reigning Olympic champion in the 1500 metres and he's also been world champion um, back-to-back years in the 5K as well. So to break his record, you never know. You might see him in Paris next year as a 17-year-old. Yeah, that'll be exciting. But yeah, he's just got to keep backing it up year to year and he could become the next big thing.
3: No, my favourite athlete at the moment, especially in the world of athletics, is uh, Quadzilla. Love a bit of him God, that? Oh no I forget his name I think his name might be Rowan Cummings Or something like that No, oh, I that, Browning I think not Rowan Browning There's no. also another guy But um
0: It's good to remember then not just
2: <laughs> the I, I know you, I,
3: When we've been talking About WWE the whole week I kind of only know People now by their yeah. By their nicknames Don't know by their By their former ones Okay Yeah. I still can't talk. I
0: can't remember Jason's last (laughs) (laughs) name. One year anniversary coming up in June. Love you, Sam. Okay. All right, we're gonna get to our first break. Excited for the store gift this weekend. Good Friday, and it's a Friday on my mind on the sports desk on Sim. Easy Beats, Friday on my mind, on the sports desk on your Friday afternoons. Good Friday to you. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. It's a little holiday. we have four months into the year, and, uh, well, it's been a crazy start to the year, so I think everyone's happy. It's a, a lot of
1: chocolate couple of days off. On, a yeah. lot of chocolate eggs in the household lined up for myself this weekend. It's going to be very fun, very exciting, and a special dinner, which will be good fun.
0: Yeah, or a few people like me
3: and who's working over the um, Good Friday weekend, it means sweet, sweet penalty rates, which I'm very, <laughs> okay. my, my, which I'm my sister, very
1: excited for. My my sister's okay. excited for that too. She's uh, so good luck
0: Vanessa for uh, her
1: shifts <laughs> this weekend uh, across Easter.
0: All right, time to get into the footy. So round four is underway. Carlton and North Melbourne playing the Super Clash at the moment at Marvel Stadium. Uh, but we will continue on with the rest of the round exactly. ahead. Exactly. If you want to hear our preview
1: to Carlton and Kangaroos, uh, we have the podcast out from Monday, available wherever you get your
0: podcasts. So round four continues tomorrow afternoon, 1.45. It's at the Adelaide Crows hosting Fremantle at the Adelaide Oval. Interesting. That's um, an exciting
1: one, actually.
0: Yep. Getting the big um, a showdown win will give them a bit of a boost of confidence. have had an interesting start uh, to the season Adelaide. Um, mm. In my pre-season predictions, I thought there was a lot of upside to them this yeah. year. Um, and it's from massive from a few of the players, especially in the showdown. Mm. Um, a couple of the new recruits last season, especially from uh, Isaac Rankin from Gold Coast, he kicked mm. four. Last week in Riley Thilthorpe, uh, massive for him, five goals. So, big confidence to some of the young guys in the team. Um, and uh, um, Fremantle, on the other hand, they've had some great positive stuff. Uh, they're winning the Derby. So, it's both Derby and Showdown winners face each other in the next round. I wonder
3: if that's the first time that's ever happened because that's kind of a pretty unique kind of fixturing, kind of start. Yeah. yeah. In the same
0: round, so... Pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, Fremantle done really well. Uh, they managed to escape uh, and not get injuries like West Coast did last <laughs> Sunday. Uh, but uh, interesting, I don't really know to go to this one. I feel like these Sorry. sides are really even. Is that an accidental chicken? That or is an is...
1: accidental hot take chicken. Okay. <laughs> right, no, well, everything you're
0: saying is above board right now, Sammy. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty unsure with this one. Mm. If we would go straight into my tip now, I'd probably say Adelaide just on its home and they've just had a, a bursting win. Um, but I'm going to say a really interesting con- contest. And I think last year, <laughs> one of the funniest moments. Uh, last year, there was a crazy thing in this match. That was a goal line <laughs> clearance, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, the bit of the goalkeeper action. Um, so hopefully we <laughs> see some of that. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on this game? I mean, one thing about this
3: game is that you were guaranteed a close one. Looking at the past results, there's been the last five matches between them, which has seen, which seen I think, the honest split, even with uh, Freo winning um, four uh, compared to Adelaide 1. There hasn't been a result that's been more than um, three goals. Well, I think the biggest result um, previous to the last five was Freo by 20 in 2020. But besides that, they've all been very close. So I think you're guaranteed another thriller at Adelaide Oval. I think they've actually both had pretty similar results. Like they both dropped their first two and recovered to um, win the last one. So I think yeah, Ad- Adelaide the home advantage. I think the Crows don't make finals this year. I hope they do. They've had a t- rough couple of years. So I think that's kind of my that's my little um, bet. I reckon um, Crows. Mr. Jerry, oh, he's going straight he's going for the un-ironic.
2: chicken. <laughs> All right. What's oh, the hot think take make here? Their finals. It's just like their forward line. Mm. You have some good weeks with Frank, and you've seen um, the first two weeks he didn't contribute that much, and then mm. now he's kicked four. And Phil Forbes only twenty years old, so yeah. it's like you got to see it week in week out to yeah. kind yeah. of make. There's potential
0: there, but it's not yeah. enough to be that consistent yet. All
1: right, tips. Uh, Adams was Adelaide, wasn't it? I'm uh, Adelaide, I think. Not much to go off apart from yeah the hometown hometown advantage and they have a better I think they show more tenacity when it comes to I guess surging momentum and getting real close because we saw that in the Richmond game we saw them goal for goal in the showdown and they were able to they were able to comfortably get that win I think they're better at uh, building the momentum and building the rapture spreading across the Adelaide Oval than the Dockers are
2: okay late for me as well.
0: Adelaide? Okay, yeah, I think I'll go Adelaide as well. Crong for the win. Oh, no, I thought we were over (laughs) that. Sorry, just beginning. (laughs) uh, Moving on to 4.35 tomorrow at the MCG. Richmond hosts the Western Bulldogs. Um, I'd say pretty interesting, maybe a similar kind of, not the greatest start from both of them, uh, Mm. Western Bulldogs. Uh, actually, It'll be having a, a great character. win last weekend over Brisbane. Mm. Um, I, I still am not unsure with them. Uh, their mm. first two rounds uh, went down to St Kilda. Um, and uh, the first game, of course, um, yeah, massive loss to Melbourne. Um, and then, yeah. of course, the, uh, the win over Brisbane. I don't have any trust in the doggies whatsoever
3: at the moment. They are truly the definition of one extreme to the other. I mean, you go from losing to 50, to the de- 50, 50 and 51 against the Deans and Saints, respectively, to knocking off last year's preliminary finalist. I'm not too sure. Like, yeah, they've just got... Their weaknesses are just so obvious, especially, like, their midfield is one of the most stacked going round. Yeah, Arguably, I reckon, oh, yeah. arguably top three, I reckon, depending. But their forward line is just pretty empty and the loss of... Um, I think they've lost someone who I've completely uh, forgotten. Rory Lobb, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, Rory Lobb went injured. But even Rory Lobb are not convinced by... It. They paid a hefty price for a guy who's... A solid player, but when you think of Rory Lobb, do you think of him as an A plus grade? Do you think of him up there with like Jack Rear old Tom Hawkins?
0: No way, <laughs> no way. Was... You don't even put you wouldn't even put exactly. Norton
1: on that caliber at all, as well. Mm. And he's their main key no, forward. I'm
0: gonna make a big call here. Oh. Western Bulldogs fans may not like me, so maybe I'll get the chicken
1: for this. All right, Sam has got the chicken in
0: hand. There it is. I think um, Aaron Norton overrated forward. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> that's a fair call. Fair oh, call. I'm backing mm. Okay,
0: so you've you've squeezed
1: the chicken. Yeah, on well that, that's of all for the uh, Western fans that will be. No, upset I think with in me. this studio,
0: there's not going to be too much dissent to that view. Yeah, I'd, in, interesting. I just it's well, okay. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. But don't get me wrong. I love some of the new guys. Massive game, uh, of course, from Ugal Hagen. Two goals. One. Last weekend. Um, moving across to Richmond now, interesting from them. They've not had the greatest start uh, either. Um, it's getting a win against Adelaide and then going down to Collingwood. Uh, look, they probably should have been battered a bit more against uh, Collingwood. Uh, but Richmond... Richmond, uh, I think they will have a home ground advantage here, big. I don't think Western Bulldogs play too well at the MCG um, and massive crowd. I can see the Rich- Richmond faithful coming out for this and uh, uh, I think they will get the job done against the inconsistent Bulldogs. And we saw how Bulldogs played at the MCG <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, Richmond for me. Yeah, I'll back here, Tigers as well. Tigers as well. Uh, yeah, Richmond. 7.30 Saturday night, St. Kilda uh, face Gold Coast Suns at Marvel at 7.30. Blockbuster Saints, um, three straight. was talking on Monday how crazy that is. Um, and we'll see mm-hmm. if where it will finish or can they continue rolling this on. Uh, and uh, playing an impressive side, Gold Coast Suns knocking over the Cats. Last week, uh, and a few of their young stars starting to shine bright under that Gold Coast sun. <laughs> um, it's uh, I'm, I'm really happy for them. I, I really want to see Gold Coast do well. It's been so long for them. Mm. Uh, Lukosius starting to really come out with that massive goal last week. Uh, Saints, on the other hand, um, a few big performers, even in within the amount of injuries they've got. Um, uh, and some of even the new recruits, like I was impressed mm-hmm. with former Carton player Liam Stocker, he did all right. Um, but I'm at a loss with this one. I think home ground advantage is good. Saints played really well at Marvel. Uh, going, um, going on Marvel. Going going past form, uh, Saints are going for six in a row.
3: But yeah. but they've been really close. But they've been weird. you wouldn't associate this game probably with close matches. You kind of in the past life you kind of associate them with kind of not great performances, all around. But looking at the past last five games, um, Saint is the one by one, four, four, nine, and twenty-six. So you are
2: guaranteed a uh, close match overall, that is to say. Jerry,
1: can, any any extra to add?
2: I reckon the Saints will continue that winning streak.
1: I think
3: uh Marshall was excellent last week, and I reckon he's gonna keep um for my fantasy I really hope he keeps it up. But I reckon he's gonna keep the form up, but I reckon that's where don't whether the Saints don't dominate. Like Wits is good. But I think Rowan Marshalls don't have the wood over him, so I will say. I mean, I love the Sunnies, even though they are us.
1: But I will say, um, I will say the Saints. Eh, Saints for me.
0: Uh, I will say uh, Saint Kilda as well. But I'm going to say just. But look, the confidence from winning that 150th game—it's just massive for the club—and Ross the boss. Mm. interesting interesting so <laughs> four and oh it could be wow uh the other saturday night game seven thirty. sydney swans play port adelaide at the scg uh sydney traveling well until last week when they went to the g and got walloped by swallowed up by the demons um pretty close content contest to start out with but uh Melbourne crushed them in the end. I still think there's a really Sydney are going to be a danger side this year. Uh, Port, on the other hand, they will be filthy from losing the showdown. Uh, interesting start of the year to them. Um, they're another one. Maybe South Australia is a mystery. We don't know <laughs> what the form of some of the teams coming in uh, is going to be. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that game?
2: Well, once again, Port have beaten Sydney in the past five games. So Wow. I reckon mm. Port might sniff a victory up at the SCG.
1: Yeah.
3: And when they're beaten them, they're beaten them pretty comfortably, I think. Yeah. Looking about there's I think um four four has also been between twenty and thirty points. And then the other one was like forty seven last time out, so it's uh it's a decent uh, little they got the wood over them. You wouldn't really associate the port as kinda mm. the 20s being on the receiving end of too many like dominations. But last kind of five years they just have not had an answer. But I think I I still think the Swannies don't turn around. I think they are, they are scary. They're they're not my Premiership favourites because I think Collingwood's up. But I think in kind yeah. of like the dark horses, I I can very easily see the Swannies going um back to back I'm Curious Minos. to see
0: uh, their record from SCG because I feel like it's going to become kind of a fortress, um in a way. It always is the yeah. SCG.
1: Uh, oh Jerry, you're tempting me to go Port. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll stick to Sydney, but you've tempted me very greatly to go Port. Maybe in the weeks to
0: come, yeah. Sam? Uh, I'm going to say Sydney. I think they're just going to be too strong. I, I reckon Port will give them a uh, run for their money. but uh, no, no, credit to Jerry. He's the seeds of doubt in my mind there. Mm. Oh, my chips could change, though. Mm. Yeah. Oh, come on. Well, I made the mistake last weekend to change my chips, yeah, so true. I'm going to save what I'm saying I'm, I'm... here. Yeah, it's one of the same. I'm going to be way too good. Uh, moving on to Sunday now, it's Essendon taking on GWS Giants. GWS. Uh, at Marvel Stadium, 2.10 p.m. Uh, Essendon upset uh, for sure. Um, To be honest, a great start from where I expected them to be. Uh, I didn't expect them to have a couple of wins. Disappointing, though, last weekend at the MCG, but I I feel like they play very well on Marvel. Uh, And the Giants, another one, unsure about them, uh, Wait, this is Marvel Stadium. I thought it was a mm-hmm. jo- Western Sydney. No, this is Marvel. Oh, goodness me. Okay. So, home game. Uh, so, I think um, it's going to be <laughs> very close, this one. Uh, this could swing either way. Um, yeah, I don't know. Someone else go because <laughs> I'm lost what, with it's this It's the game. most
1: positive I've heard him talk about Essendon about <laughs> the entire coverage of the season thus far. Uh, I haven't really got too much further to add, actually, other than I mean... Giants are a bogey team to the Bombers.
3: Yeah, I think they won four out of the last five. I feel like they're both a very similar kind of setup. They've both okay. got some absolute young guns who are coming through. I mean, you look at Finn Callahan; he's going to be something special for the Giants this year. He's been yep. have been very, very solid. And yeah, they've both got a real core, cool, core cool, kind of that twenty six to twenty nine age group. They've both got some guys who are doing be really fantastic. Giants, you got the likes of Canelio.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: for a bomber, who's probably a bit younger. But you got the of Francis, who've been really good so far, and Andrew McGrath, I feel like he's been one of your I know you've got some interesting opinions about him, Jason. But I feel like, from what I've seen, I feel like he's definitely set up in a leadership role this year, and I feel like he's been really quite solid. But I think, yeah, both of these teams are basically known for being one extreme or the other. Yeah. They will either, at their yeah. best, they're one of the best teams in the competition. But especially from this team, more than anyone else, they can have some real god
0: awful performances.
2: <laughs> as much
0: as the positiveness I've been giving Essendon, I'm going to take the Giants. The orange team for me, Jerry.
2: <laughs> last time,
1: so I'm going to save the Giants as well. I'm not tipping the Bombers on this show until they win three games.
3: The Giants have probably been one of my more disappointments just in the whole league in general, so I'm going to say the Bombers.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, Moving on, West Coast Eagles hosts uh, Melbourne at Optus Stadium on Sunday, 5.20. Um, The West Coast Eagles, now they are bruised and battered. Um, from all the injuries that they've built up in <laughs> in the in the derby, um, and, the D's and Melbourne got a couple back in D's, the Sydney game, yeah, D's look good. They are the team to beat. They need to be destroyed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, I brought that out twice this week. Terrible. Um, no, Melbourne looks scary. Uh, I mentioned on Monday that the uh, the gap year in between AFL premiership winners is dangerous now because. Um, Back-to-back is near on impossible in the modern game, I think. Um, the last of it we saw was with Hawthorne when they did their triple threat and things. think uh, it was Richmond. Um, Tigers. Oh, 19
1: and 20.
0: Oh, back-to-back. Yeah, okay, 19 yeah. and 20. They were COVID years, so... <laughs> so oh, well, uh, an uh, one of them was a COVID <laughs> <laughs> year. 2019
1: was okay. I mean,
3: I'm happy to pretend the 2020 grand final didn't happen. Yes.
0: <laughs> <Nice. laughs> um, no, I, th- I honestly think uh, Melbourne are going to be too strong. Uh, they're going to be up... A team to beat, unless West Coast pulls. But yeah. I really, I really doubt it. I especially really doubt like
3: it. again, like as we kind of said, the Eagles. Um, I think they be, might be uh, turning into chickens on a uh, this uh, on this uh, Saturday night <laughs> game. I think that's one thing we can all agree because they are they are battered at the moment. I think they had six injuries last week, and they were yeah. big big names like that. a of Shuey, McGovern, uh, with it um Rioli, really. Ryan, Ryan, yeah, yeah.
0: get you to edit playing that. with an injury. Oh, it's just insane insane. So they don't look like a lot of preseason. We we thought they'd be worse than Can what Can we they agree are, that the Eagles have probably been the most unluckiest team in the last couple of years? Because the amount
3: of injuries they have had, I think at one point half their team was waffle-listed players during the COVID years. And they've just had a horrendous run of things the last couple of years. Yeah, it suck, I, there's
1: still so much talent that I, are on that
3: list. I wouldn't say they're
0: too unlucky. They, it wasn't yeah. that long ago they won a premiership. So. Touché, touché. It yeah. was five years but that's still closer no. than any Yeah, in 2018
1: <laughs> they won the premiership. They made finals 2020 and they only really started dropping off mid-2021. Yeah. that's It's not too long ago they were dropping down. down. Uh, Melbourne for me, though. Do it. The Demon Rock.
3: Okay,
0: Melbourne. Go. Oh, Melbourne.
3: I need a... I had a horrendous uh, week tipping uh, last week I only got three, so and then my efforts to catch up, on this is going to be my rough year of the round, I would say the Eagles, too. Really? Dude. After
0: all that? T- <laughs>
3: Just, for, just a mi- for just a miracle, no, there's no basis for okay. this. There's no expert opinion, just my tips are very bad at the moment and I need them to improve a little bit, so I may well, as well take a chance. Well, <laughs> the
0: chickens, for a, the, that's know, wild. Expert uh, analysis
3: right here on the sports. I can't so, um,
0: wait to review that. We'll see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Monday, 3.20, massive clash. Geelong hosts uh, Hawthorne, the Easter Monday clash, MCG. Can you believe... We can do a live uh, commentary if we want to. The Spring Bowl. Um, <laughs> can you believe that uh, Geelong and Hawthorne, uh, thinking Geelong won the premiership, being 3-0, and Hawthorne in their rebuild mode, where they've culled most of their side, <laughs> would go into this a win before Geelong. I just Fact can't check, believe
1: 0 and that. 3 You said 3-0, 0 0-3, oh,
0: yep. I think people know what I mean.
1: Yeah, fair enough. But uh, it is insane. The rebuild that uh, the main criticism has been Sam Mitchell has cut too deep in creating this rebuild. And they mm. are one win up on the reigning premiers. Once again, I mean, the stat going around is that North Melbourne are the last team to go 0-3 mm. after winning the premiership the previous year, which was 1976.
3: Yeah. Imagine being Sam Mitchell, though. You literally have literally had to sack some of your former teammates. Yes, yeah, that would be. Imagine yes. being that kind of. Just would be such a conflicting thing because obviously you want to be the best of the club, mm. but also these are the guys who you won three premierships with. These are the guys like your pres- pro- uh, personal friends. Mm. So it must be weird cause if like, Ro- if cause, Ross
1: is the boss, what is Sam then?
3: Oof. As a Geelong supporter, I'm not allowed to say my thoughts on him on radio. It could get um, <laughs> sin, it could get sin and their global com- partners in
1: a bit of legal trouble. So, right. so in the meantime, a, then Jerry, j- break down this game.
2: I reckon last year the Hawks, with a young team, beat the yeah. Premiers that year by two goals. So Geelong could have it pretty bad here. I reckon the Hawks win by five wow. goals or something.
0: Uh, look, I, I'm not brave. I thought maybe, I, I, I was thinking along your path, but I just feel like this is a big game. Um, I mean, if you're a Geelong player and a Hawthorne player, you know how big this game is. Mm. Uh, and I think I think they Geelong will get their mojo back. I'm not brave enough to tip Hawthorne Geelong. Yeah, as I said, this
3: is the biggest game of the year. The two teams could be back playing the Vafa, and it'd be just an absolute derby. So,
0: um, <laughs> yeah. catters all the way. I love this. We should do a top five maybe in in weeks to come, but uh, definitely in the top five. Like because we don't have a showdown or a, a derby of sense. Uh, rivalry games in Melbourne. This this is going to be in the top five. I Geelong think it's bigger Hawthorne. than Carlton and Collingwood
1: Remember in 2007.
0: Okay, okay, that's that's a chicken. No, man. what did
1: he just say? I missed
3: that. He, he bigger, said it's that bigger it's a bigger
0: Col- rivalry than Carlton and Collingwood I mean, it's to be fair, it's a long
3: four Rubbish, Geelong- oh, rubbish. Oh, no. rubbish. Yes. Yep. Nah, no yeah. no chance, no chance. Because the teams have actually been good since the last decade. There's actually been But there's more than
0: the last decade, there's the last 50 years. Oh, my God. It's not
3: 1972 anymore. Sam, let
1: me sum this up. <laughs> Phases and trends come and go, but diamonds are forever, and that's Carlton and Collingwood as a rivalry. Oh Do you remember God. in 2007 when they had that rivalry round?
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm, that I'm, back. I'm, yeah, I should, but I think they're going to obviously balance them out evenly across yeah. the season. No. Okay. And gather out
3: and gather around for the win. We
0: love that. <laughs> We're yeah. excited for that next week. Uh, Jerry, oh. you had your tip?
2: Oh, yeah, Hawks. Oh, So we all yeah. went. Hawks. Wow. And and so the rest of us, Geelong.
0: Yep. Okay, so that rounds out round four. Interesting things to come. But when we come back, we'll be straight into NBA, Premier League, A League, all that to come on the sports desk on your good Friday on Sin. The Space Shifters, Lola's theme on the sports desk on your good Friday. It's time to get into the NBA and some basketball now. Things are starting to really hit up in the NBA. What are some exciting matches to come to this weekend, Ooh, tomorrow yeah, and series, Sunday? Mate.
2: So for Saturday, um, 10 a.m., the Bulls versus the Mavs. So these two teams are on the verge of playoff spots. So the Chicago Bulls are 38-40, and 40, so currently 10th in the Eastern Conference, while the Mavs uh, are 37-42 in the Western Conference. So these teams need to win these last few games to clinch a play-in match uh, for 10th. So that's a big game. And also the Suns v Lakers from 12pm. So the Suns are currently fourth in the Western Conference, trying to secure their spot in the playoffs. If they win two more matches, they've guaranteed themselves a playoff spot. While the Lakers, currently in seventh actually, without LeBron playing really well, um, AD stepping up, um, had a few good games recently, but they're 40 and 38. So the Lakers, you never know they could secure that playoff spot this year after missing out last year. So those are some two big games. and the 76 is against the Hawks, well, Giannis tore us up a few days ago um, against Embiid, but hopefully we can bounce back against Che Young and the Hawks.
3: Yeah, I think it's interesting looking at the um, Mavs and Bulls matchup because that the trade to... When the match traded for Karrou, you kind of think that that dynamic, I mean, Karrou... Barry's off-field issues. He's a fantastic player. Yeah, but him and Luca haven't been gelling very well at all. I think um, I'm pretty sure they have actually a losing record when those two have been on the court together. So, mm. been been interesting times. But yeah, my Bulls were we're getting there, but we're still honestly it's borderline with us whether we're going to make the play in at the moment.
2: Mm.
3: Like we're still in that in a dog fight between three or four teams to kind of wrap it up. But it'd be very interesting.
0: Who's some teams locked away now that we know for sure yes, are going to make yes. finals?
2: So from the Western Conference, Denver Nuggets are through Memphis Grizzlies, Sacramento Kings, and those who are not making the playoffs, the Trailblazers, San Antonio Spurs, and the Houston Rockets. While in the East, four teams or five teams have locked themselves in. So Milwaukee in pole position, Boston Celtics, the 76ers, the Cavs and the Knicks recently the Knicks have secured... Um, Yeah, the Knicks are back. That's um, good for good the sport. Yeah, and Toronto... Um, in ninth, they've I think locked in their playing position. And Washington, are uh, still in that. I think they're gone as well. Um, and Indiana, Charlotte, and Detroit to round it off. So they're mm. not making the playoffs.
3: You're saying something about the Raptors' uh, conference when they can be just kind of uh, the half and half at the moment, thirty nine and thirty nine, and they've wrapped up their division already.
2: Yeah, it's tough going out there. Pretty mm. close in the Eastern Conference. Mm. Oh,
3: especially. Yeah. yeah I mean. Between the Clippers and the um, Thunder at the moment, there's only a handful of games, mm. and that's the different. Um, and even the Mavs right now are missing out on it, so that's it will be as the kind of the games continue to tick by. And once it's all said and done, it'll be very interesting where all people uh, stand on the court and on the table.
2: That's where you need the role players to step up. Like with Philly, we have such a like bench where we can rely on players like George Niang shooting some freeze towards the end. Whereas the teams like Washington. Don't have that depth. They have got there. that one star player. Yeah. And really then you kind of just... that's
3: it. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. I think you will see the teams with that. I just said the dead those are the ones that kinda of come through and even like the reason why the big te- big teams are the best is that yes, they have some of the best players. But you can't you can't just win with one player these days. You need to kind of be spaced out. And that's why the the Bucks have been so good for so long now, because Giannis is awesome, but he's got then he's been backed up by like Chris Middleton. Mm. Who kind of where Giannis likes in that three point kinda of, especially three point range. Chris Melton fills in, and those, that dynamic has basically been probably my favourite dynamic across the league because it's just it's so consistent, it's so good, and it's just so awesome.
2: I think if I'm wrong, it's two more games till playoffs, so yeah, teams have to secure their spot and win their final few games, or mm-hmm. else they're not making it to the playoffs.
3: I know, I'll be kind of watching Um, I've got a league pass at home, so I'll be oh, watching nice. like the little uh, split screen. I'm going to have like one there, one there, one there to kind of focus on. Every single team and all the results, and kind of see it all pans out.
0: Timers time now, and and an update just briefly on some of the Aussies in the NBA, and um, respective teams.
2: Well, Matisse Feibel recently moved from Philadelphia to the Trailblazers. The issue with that is the Trailblazers aren't as good as um, Philadelphia, so they just out. yeah we yeah they just fell out of the playoffs. So that's. Yeah, but the good thing about Matisse is he's getting more game time with Portland because mm. they don't have such a lineup as we do. So he's been starting actually in the past game. He had twenty odd minutes. Um, mm. He's more a defensive player, so he didn't score many points. But as long as he's getting the minutes on the board, that's what you like um, heading into Paris twenty twenty
3: four. Exactly. Um, Patty Mills. Uh, once again, will be uh, popping up come uh, playoff time. Knicks have uh, Knicks have secured their playoff spot. Um, they are currently six. Which we'll see them versing, Funnily enough, uh, your Sixers, <laughs> uh, your Sixers, or the Cavs, depending on how the next couple of games work out. Well, uh, Joe Ingles again. Um, I think he's on the Suns these days. Yeah, I yeah, think. He is. Yeah, yeah, I think um, Ingles again. Um, I mean, what a play! What a play! Him and um, him and uh, Patty have been for our country. So I think yeah, they'll be um, representing the uh, in the playoffs. It'll be very interesting to see how they
2: go from the Aussie perspective. And Jock Landle is still with the Phoenix Suns, so hopefully he gets a little playoff run. Mm. Um, bit, yeah, they're pretty stacked right now. It so. kind of
3: does show the, NBA, the NBL is definitely playing its roles like a pathway to the NBA. You've seen lots of him. You saw the guy, um, Cook, from uh, the Kings. Yeah. He's getting, even if the Wizards um, missed out in the playoffs, which I think they might, at least it's been a great experience for him and he's kind of trying to secure that contract. So it kind of shows that even the league is showing a real kind of pathway and offering the pathway for players who can perform at that level to potentially not have to go through the college system or go through Eurobasket. Yeah. They can kind of play in the local league and play for United Kings, the Hawks, whatever, and actually end up
0: with a really good career out of it.
2: Yeah. you go.
0: Exciting stuff. Well, the NBA is definitely heating up, and we can't wait to talk about it. Playoffs is going to be a massive time, uh, and we love it here on the Sports Desk. When we come back, Premier League, A-League, all of that ahead on the Sports Desk, on your Friday afternoon on Sin. The Danny Warhols, Bohemia Like You, on Sin, on your Friday afternoon, a Good Friday. Uh, it's been a great show so far. I, I hope like you've been you, in- Sam. involved. I like you, <laughs> thanks. And <laughs> I like you, Adam and Jerry, and I like all of you for
1: listening in on the, on your Good Friday. Yeah, have well, sure all you know, these today. things to do on your Good Friday, and you have yeah, chose us, which we're very thankful
0: I for. I hope you've all got behind the uh, big uh, ch- ch- Royal Children's Hospital appeal, uh, mm-hmm. massive thing today, so... Um, and then <laughs> the Super Clash, which we'll see next Friday, the results of us in studio. And the Super uh, Bets. Oh man!
2: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah,
0: that is actually a good point to make. A quick programming note: we will,
1: will not be in studio doing an Easter Monday show. We no, be no. Resuming, show yeah, we will be resuming uh, normal activity on Friday, so no Sports Desk Mondays on Easter Monday. But we'll be back yes. as soon as possible. That being next Friday. I,
3: for one, will definitely be nursing a chocolate hangover. That is for sure from the previous <laughs> day. <laughs> the, a lot of the
0: chocolate. Legs. <laughs> yeah, the Eastern Bunny
3: and are the Miller family very well. <laughs> <laughs> OK,
0: time for Premier League. So uh, match day eight. And of course, the Premier League takes a little bit of a break as well. So there's not as many games. Um, but we'll go through the ones for the weekend. Um, Man United play Everton. Uh, tomorrow at 9.30pm, thankfully, the slots are back, the good times. 9.30 blockbuster, uh, Everton, the team trying to stay alive. That should be interesting. Uh, Aston Villa play Nottingham Forest midnight. Brentford and Newcastle play midnight. Uh, Fulham and West Ham midnight. Wolves and Chelsea midnight. Tottenham and Brighton Midnight. Uh, Leicester City and Bournemouth midnight. Uh, Southampton (laughs) and Man City play Sunday 2.30 in the morning. Leeds United play Sunday 11pm. They play Crystal Palace. And Liverpool and Arsenal to round out that next round, which will be a massive game uh, on Easter Monday morning at 1.30. And uh, because it is the uh, thing, I'm sure a lot of people, especially over here, Australians, uh, will be watching that, whether it's at 1.30 or not. (laughs) Uh, That's an absolutely massive game. Uh, Liverpool, of course, going down to Man City last week and Arsenal continuing their amazing run so far. Um, Don't give
1: Jimmy a big head, Sam.
0: Oh, he's already got one. Man City. <laughs> pew, 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 shooting from the hip. <laughs> Southampton. Uh, Man City. Look, Man City can't afford to drop any points. It's easier said. Well, it doesn't need saying really. Um, it's The gap is getting bigger and uh, th- there's going to be a few crazy <laughs> games with these teams trying to fight, fight relegation. Um Speaking so, of final relegation, Leicester, results. how's that coming
1: along? Oh, we're
0: nice. well, can't oh, take it, coach. Low blow. Um, low blow. Uh, Bournemouth, uh, look, it's. I, I really hope they stay up. It's going to be an interesting thing, and of course, Chelsea um, sacking their coach as well. Wolves, uh, we've not had the sacking greatest or sucking, season. Sacking Did you say this? <laughs> sacking, of course. Sacking. Content warning. Um, Content warning. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it could get messy that needs a content warning some of these uh, <laughs> remaining games. Uh, Man United, Everton, uh, so a few of these other teams, Tottenham and Brighton, that should be a massive clash. Brighton have shot up the table after being uh, a bit in no-man's land, kind of uh, interesting, up and down, even without – they've done better than Graham Potter w- without him. Sending him to Chelsea and Brighton have done better than Chelsea. Who would have thought that? Um, um and, of course, Everton. So, interesting. Um, how, how do you feel just as a fan? Because we, we did, I didn't really get much of your response on Monday about losing. Your thoughts as a Leicester City fan.
2: Yeah, I reckon that's when I really got into Leicester when Brendan Rodgers came along because that next two seasons, um, he obviously took us to two top five finishes. We missed out on Champions League that after Chelsea won the final game that year. I think it was a twenty. 1920 season or 2021 season, so those were some good memories. And he took us to an FA Cup win, um, which I'll never forget. Yuri Tillemans with that wondrous strike from outside the box. Um, that was incredible. And also winning the Community Shield against um, Manchester City, your team, Sam. So yes, <laughs> we're,
0: we're
2: not the Spurs. We're not trophyless. So I'm not yep. complaining. Um, it'll be good to see some new changes though, because changes needed when teams, you know, sh- start struggling and. Hopefully we stay up this year because I'm going to head to the UK end of this year. So I want to see them in the Premier League. Wow! Yeah,
0: yeah, no, that, that'd be good. Um, I recommend doing some stadium tours. Uh, when I did, I went to Wembley and I went to the Etihad and they were really fun. It just blew my mind because I'd only ever seen the stadium in uh, FIFA and on the TV. So <laughs> to see it in the flesh was definitely mind-blowing. Um, but yeah, wow, that's exciting. Um, we move on back home to the A-League now, of course. Uh, and not too many rounds to go. Only three of the home and away season left of the A-League. So it's getting tighter in the table in the battle for top six. Western United and Central Coast Mariners played this afternoon. Adelaide and Sydney FC are currently underway. Uh, and coming up to n- tomorrow, Brisbane Raw will play Newcastle Jets 5pm. MacArthur will play Western Sydney Wanderers uh, tomorrow at 7.45pm. Melbourne victory on Sunday, 3 o'clock against Perth Glory. And on uh, Easter Monday, Melbourne City will play Wellington Phoenix from 4 o'clock. Pretty much go time for some of the top sides. Melbourne City in a bad run of form. Uh, Disappointing past couple of weeks. So we are at the cherry picking at the moment. Uh, Adelaide United uh, playing in that game underway uh, in second spot uh, with uh, Western Sydney Wanderers not too far behind. Uh, so interesting run home for these last couple of teams we round out to an interesting final series, but it just shows it's a long season, the momentum, the swings and everything, even without some of the, the Asian Champions League interrupting fixtures and COVID kind of disruptions. We're still seeing even teams uh, as good as City are uh, having this interesting kind of flop of form, uh, and Adelaide seriously look good um, uh, mm. So very scared for these finals that are just uh, about four or five weeks away. Uh, any thoughts on the
2: A League, Jerry and Adam? Well, it's interesting with Melbourne City because they've got Central Coast Mariners away, and then after that we've got Western Sydney at home. So it'll be interesting to see how they go into so two Sydney our mm. teams to finish off.
3: It's uh, so all to play for. I don't think there's actually is there any teams actually officially eliminated yet, or is kind of I think everybody can still make it in. Like, even, even Victory, who were down the bottom, I think they were only... They won against Phoenix the other week, and that takes them within about three or four points of a potential finals position. Yeah, so. their
0: second bottom. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't say so, I mean, but, yeah, uh,
3: it'd take a um a confident gambler to uh, put any money on, <laughs> on, on, on the Victory boys pulling off something, especially when they're... Barely won any games for the whole year, but it does. it's good for the competitiveness of the, year, of the league. Yep. Because the last couple of years we have had teams that have just
0: been absolutely bottomed out. Yeah. So it's been awesome that it's kind of really competitive. And still, yeah, still really even. Um, so that's the A-League, and we move over to our Missingalia Sports.
1: Uh, the NHL is still really, really heating up. We're not too far away from the playoffs. In fact, S- Easter Sunday, Sam. They, uh, due to the time zones, of course, they'll be a day behind, since so the Saturday games. But I'm simply just going to keep it very simple today. Yep. Because my Easter Sunday is going to be spent paying very strict attention to Golden Knights versus the Stars. Oilers versus the Sharks, because um, I think I'm pretty much an Oilers fan at this rate. They're the team I'm <laughs> seeking out the most when it comes to uh, highlights. Lightning v. Senators, because they're still doing a lot of fighting in the playoffs there. Predators v. Jets. Uh, what else we got here? Devils v. Bruins. That's a... Mu- that's a can't miss. That, oh, look at that excites me greatly. And uh, Avalanche <laughs> versus Kings. Those are the, the games I'll be paying closest attention to, but since it's uh, Friday... Uh, Good Friday, and we've got, we'll have our own little Sports Desk Good Friday appeal going on. I want to pass over the miscellaneous segment to our one and only Adam Miller this week.
3: Yes, it is is my time to shine.
1: Time to shine, I reckon. Let's close with you with your miscellaneous of the week.
3: Oh, exactly. So we're going from uh, skating on frozen water to swimming in, honestly, just about frozen water if you do it in winter. We are taking (laughs) a deep dive into the wonderful world of water polo. And for those who don't know water polo, think about rugby, basketball, and a bit of footy in the water. And it's a magnificent sport that's just so crazy. And I shall be reviewing the results of the National League which is the Australian Water Power League, both the ladies and the men, and I'll do a quick fly through there and give my thoughts on some of the performance so far and kind of quick review. But anyways, let's get on with it. So the a- um, last um, last Saturday, the last round of the a- AW- AWL for the men uh, took place. Quick results here: Sydney Uni knocked off Prunella 14 to nine. Um, Adelaide, the Adelaide Hobart composite team, uh, fell at their home pool to uh, the Frio Mariners. Jermaine, uh, and uh, West um, Magpies are. Uh, uh, played our little tie. tie game there at um at Swimming Pool. Been there before. Loved it. Amazing area. Beautiful. Uh, where are we going? Uh, the Vicks uh, Vic, Vic, uh, got a nice little win over the Queensland Thunder. And Vic Phoenix is so amazing because Victoria went about five years without actually having a water polo team in general. Just water polo Victoria is a bit of politics set up. So for them to be undefeated in their division about eight games into the season is fantastic. I personally played against some of the boys um, who are in the team at the moment, and it's really amazing to see. They're doing really well. Uh, Yep, out uh, out west, uh, the UWA University of Western Australia Torpedoes uh, fell to Balmain, who have won the favourites for the title at the moment. And it was Hunter Hurricanes who had the buy. So we look at the table. Vic Phoenix are currently on top with seven wins, one loss, followed by Freo, Sydney, West, Cronulla, Griffin University, Thunder, Dremoyne, UWA, Balmain, Hunter, and bring up the table without a win so far, unfortunately, is um, Adelaide and Hobart. On to the ladies. um, Basically, same results. So Sydney... Sydney knocked off Cronulla eleven ten, West um, knocked off uh, Vic Phoenix 9-5. Adelaide Hobart fell 4-11 to Drimoine. UWA fell in a heartbreaking heartbreakingly by one goal to Balmain. And uh Ferreira knocked off the Queensland Thunder and Hunter Hunter Hurricane, so Hunter Valley out um out west and New South Wales had the bye once again. We'll look at the table. Dremoine and West are currently on top, undefeated, followed by Freo, Sydney, Griffin University, UWA, Balmain, Adelaide-Hobart, Thick Phoenix, Cronulla, and
0: Hurricanes. And ladies and gentlemen, that is all for Waterplay this week. Jerry, to finish off the most important sport this weekend, where is the Easter egg hunt? <laughs> 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 and, uh, the egg and spoon race as well, because <laughs> it's a massive thing. I think they usually do it at the gardens, don't they? Yeah,
2: yeah they do. So near, near the... Um, the Botanic Gardens.
0: Botanic Gardens. So, what time is this? Is it lunchtime?
2: Just 1 pm.
0: So. 1 pm. Okay. Well, okay. get
2: down. Don't miss the
3: egg and spoon race. I think we all need to rock up. I recommend it. We need to take down, <laughs> <they> take <laughs> down those five year olds. Sports, sports desk <laughs> invades. <laughs> the
1: Easter. Well, we've already egg stolen a few race. tonight. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the sports
0: desk is arrested at the gardens.
1: Yeah. And that, listeners, is the sports desk. So, happy no, Easter, everyone.
0: No show Monday. We'll be back. Have a good break. Uh, and we'll be back next Friday. Big show ahead and the gather round coming up. It's all all going up <laughs> on the sports desk on sin. Sta today with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter uh, and check out the podcasts sin.org.au. We'll see you then. this has been the sports desk on sin.